Welcome back to Splunk Talk, the podcast that's all Splunk and no junk. I am still Birch, and that is still... Yep, I'm still Hal. Hello okay, there. Good. Good. Hello there. How you doing, uh, Birch? Well, I, I'm a little taken by all the great things that we just saw. I was trying to take notes, and I think I have so many wonderful ideas that I want to talk about from the things that we heard mm-hmm. that we're not going to have enough time to go over all of them, but... You know, I said the word ideas. I think that might be a great place to start because we just heard okay, a little okay. bit about that in the last segment. Sure. Um, I will start off by just saying what I always say about ideas. I love it. I'm really glad I got some uh, time on on the main stage there in the keynote because um, we are a much bigger company than it was when I was a customer. You, back in the day, I used to literally, I'd just talk to a PM at Comp or I'd email them. But now there's there's so many balls in there. There's so many things. Yeah, that those and now the only way that you have can, the same, you know, really directly contact a PM is you know like by emailing you know p ogden at splunk.com, for example. It's not the only way you can do it. Yeah, and so um, ideas like blows my mind because now we have this ability where, like, if you come up with a feature enhancement, you post it out there. Other people can vote on it, can collaborate on it, and it just brings that entire conversation to the forefront. Um, so ideas.splunk.com, that was that was something I was really excited to see. What was something you were excited to see? I like when uh, Doug, Sean, Garth, and, and Teresa, the others, they, they get into some of the numbers. So mm. uh, a couple that I happened to note along the way. Um, let's see. When the gentleman from AWS came on the stage, um, he said that they have, and this was in the security context, 50 petabytes a day of data that is generated. Now, that's just an that's just a crazy number. Um, you know, what do you do with that number? Well, not all of it is, is data that they needed to bring into the platform. The number that they you know that they got down to was five hundred terabytes a day. So you know just the the massive amount of data that um, AWS generates and uses for security. Think about the uh, this stuff is complex. Like software is hard. Okay, the ability to build a system. And I was a systems engineer going back. You know. 15 years before I even joined Splunk, just the physics involved, you know, the computer science involved to build a system to process that much data, moving the bits, right? Oh, it's, we it's take very it for complex. granted now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, do you look, look in the context of things about how much work it, it is, uh, is required on our part in order to build a cloud platform to be able to scale to, you know, those types of needs for one customer. We have to do it for a, a wide variety of customers. And, yeah. Uh, one well, of the other thing. Yeah. I was going to say. No, I was. That just was one of the about, first. Uh, we might as well just talk at the same time. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I thought you. Uh, I think you position nicely when you talk about they start at this giant scale, and they get down to like five hundred terabytes per day, or whatever the number might might be. Um, that filtering made me think of ingest actions. Was that something you were about to go into? We could. We could. We could do that together. Yeah. But first, I want to shout that? out to. Uh, so, I, yeah, we'll get there. I wanted to mention we've got a couple of people in chat. Now, we're on, oh. we're streaming live on three platforms um, Twitch, YouTube, LinkedIn. Um, 
and I, I see one gentleman from India uh, checking in. I may, probably two of them actually looking at that name. Um, Doug, he's a, as a friend and coworker. Um, yeah. And Mati L. I don't know what that what that means exactly, but they're excited to see us. So that's cool. Yes, they are very excited to see us. Um, but yes, uh, hi Ashik and Rashab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ingest actions. That was cool. So I mean, this ingest. This is something ahead. that's bit like like the the use case they said about social security numbers. That's a classic mm -hmm. one. I, it, yeah. It's like I love that. I love Jokin's like getting out of the market. All these groceries, and Mr. Burns says, "I want everything in one bag, and I want the bag to not be heavy." And it it's like we did that. We're saying. Like here, you can have the data without that PII, without that personally identifiable information um, being exposed to everyone. But you could also still have the original copy of it for backup if you need it. And I always thought of that as like that grocery bag thing. Like, oh, we can't possibly do both of those things at the same time. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like have, uh, having your cake and eating it too. Um one of the cool things is that it's built on top of the core platform. So some of the concepts are ones you might be familiar with today. You know how to do them, but it was hard to do them. So what we're doing is kind of making that easier, providing a user interface, and then the routing to S3. That's that's brand new. So um, customers can check this out. It's going to be in preview now or beta now. Um, so you'll be able to get some hands on that very soon. Um, I'm excited about that. It, it makes you, and, and kind of uh, thinking about later in the talk when Teresa got the stage and talked about workload pricing. If you want to do cool things with Splunk, which we want you to do cool things with Splunk because we think it's uh, valuable and powerful. If you want to do those, but you're like, okay, the, the way that the pricing works kind of prevents me from bringing in the data. Well, now you've got multiple options. And, and one of those is having the ability, kind of like a traffic cop, to be able to say what's going to go in the platform and what isn't. Um, and then on the other side, when it comes to the commercial terms, it's like, okay, let's just kind of change the game and, and price these things differently. And that's important to a lot of customers. Um, I, that, that, that was cool. Do you, uh, do you know more about ingest actions? So like from a I know all of technical this. perspective, you know all about it. Does that happen at the it. edge or is that data coming to Splunk and then being rerouted? I th the way that I'm going to answer that is going to be calling back to the terms how, how Garth was using it. So okay. you uh, Garth had uh, several key kind of themes that he was speaking about it at different parts. Um, no, my bad. It was just Sean. I'm looking at my notes. Sean was talking about machine learning, serverless, uh, global scale, and then edge. Now, he had a meaning of edge there. So if, I, if we're going to be, you know, specific about it, no, ingest actions doesn't work. The edge doesn't work where the car you know is on the track that's that's edge like the mclaren edge um and you can think of a lot of cases in in data processing where this this edge would apply you know i have a tractor out in the field i've got a sports car on the track you know or no, like i have a rock that. and roll band named u2 i have a guitarist named the mm -hmm. edge like there's a lot Actually, of applications the for the edge to be specific the bass player bono is the, the, the lead guitar yeah oh okay well yeah, yeah. now you know I mean, this was a great place to learn that. Um, Ingest action you know. <laughs> runs in your Splunk environment, wherever that is. You know, so if you have it, you know, in your data center, you're running it uh, BYOL in a cloud service provider, it will run there. Does that answer okay. your question, sir? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, ju I'm just, I'm excited about the data flow. Um, speaking of things, I'm excited about. There was another thing 
Um, I yeah. awarded points during the keynote. Um, I think it was Garth earned points for using the phrase mammalian brain. I was, I was okay. really enjoying yeah. that. <laughs> um, what, uh, so many other topics. Um, community got a shout out there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I always love talking about, about that platform because when I was a Splunk admin, and I encourage all, all admins to do this, like you can get an email with a question, but you, you might be in meetings. It may take you a while to respond. And then that's just like your opinion, your response, your limited knowledge. But when you tell people, you know what, post it on community and I'll follow you on there. Now, you know that, well, I have a whole pool. This, this, this entire community is out there helping me answer this question and giving mm -hmm. me inspiration and ideas that I may not have thought of as, as the best answer. So it's like faster and richer than if you're just having these one-off conversations. So I was glad that that got a, get, got a yeah. shout out in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to let that one pass. I have to say something about community also. Oh, lay it on. Is that okay? Oh, all right, cool. Do it. No, it's I like, look up um, about uh, the edge. Any, I mean, any, any company can make software, okay? If the software is compelling and many people can see that, that's when you start to have the, com the community kind of form up around it. And if you see a company you're kind of like evaluating software, right? You're, you're like, you know, Hey, I'm a, I'm a buyer. I've got a budget, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That's, that's one thing. Those are important, you know, the features, but man, you also have to look at the community. You have to see what do the people that use this day to day, you know, run it, you know, every day, make this thing, you know, build this thing out and help it be successful. What do they think? And do they actually, you know, go out of their way to help their fellow uh, customers, you know, community members, you know, whether it's, you know, in a technical fashion or, or totally non-technical, like maybe they're, you know, doing Habitat for Humanity together and those kinds of things. Yeah, that's, that's pretty special. Yeah, I, I, so, I agree with you. I, I think it, it's a lot of like our company values of, of like being passionate, like that, that is a lot of in our, our culture. The other uh, thing that's interesting, a little tidbit, uh, David Howell Evans. That's the name of the edge. He is the guitarist. Don't try to trick me. Ah. Okay, fine. Fine. We should have arranged for trivia questions to be asked on air. Uh, so I will solicit that from the, the viewers in chat. Yeah. Feel free to ask us trivia questions. We are going to probably get them wrong. Um, and that, that might also be amusing. Yeah. Adam, so, Adam Clayton, that's the bassist. All right, back okay. to Splunk. No junk. All right. Okay. So what else? Um, I was looking through the list of the things that, that were kind of coming out or, or have been announced, the things that we can kind of like be a little specific about as far as the, as opposed to the far future stuff where, you know, we can't, we can't really do anything about. So Ingest Actions was a great example where we can kind of get into some of those features because they're going to be in ha customers' hands soon. Um, another one, um, the work that we're doing in the security realm, um, risk-based alerting, um, integrated mm -hmm. threat intelligence, you know, the Splunk Intelligence Management Platform. Yeah, can you unpack that a little? No. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. we'll just no, but yeah, list I mean, it off key terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's funny because I actually was writing down acronyms, and at some point I yeah. realized if I don't understand these acronyms either, that's gonna be a problem on air. Yeah, well, yeah, risk-based or that's actually, that's a call to action that we should attend some sweet breakout sessions where they talk yes. about these things. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, but risk-based alerting is not a new concept. What we're doing new is bringing it into the, the platform kind of as a, as a native feature and helping you to build that out yourself. You know, and, and it's something we've iterated on over the past, I don't know how many years, maybe a few years in ES, Enterprise Security. Yeah. 
where we we know that you have data, we know that you have um, alerts, and then when you get to the by the time you get to ES and you've you've built all these kind of um, all these correlations together into correlation searches, you have notable alerts. Well, not all of them are equal. Let's take the some context about this information and use it to weight things up and down. And one of the ways the you know the lenses you might look at is the risk. So risk-based alerting helps you take that notable event and bump it up to the top if it needs to be because there's a higher risk here involved. So let me get a, one level more specific. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, there are a series of, of um, bad password attempts at a workstation, okay? And then there's a successful login attempt. Okay, so if that is, um, and that's probably, that's very routine, right? This is Monday morning kind of thing. But if it happens um, a lot uh, across a random set of, of user accounts in, in a very, very short amount of time, especially if it's not Monday morning, well, then that's more important. Also, if it happens to an executive's laptop. That's the one I always think of, yeah. Then it's My laptop is not equal to my CEO's laptop. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what risk-based alerting is about. You've had the capability to do some of these things um, with a large amount of effort. Well, to you know, to to some amount of effort in enterprise security. Now we're just kind of like helping you. Uh, it's like you more know, turnkey now. You don't have more turnkey. That's probably the best way to put it. Combine that yeah, with I the, always thought... the threat intelligence. Yeah, I, I always kind of thought uh, like for me when I try to think about like. What's the value add of, of things like enterprise security, ITSI? Um, mm. And it was always like, you could do a lot with, with the core platform, but you had a fragile thing that like that admin had to own and update and so forth. And mm -hmm. a lot of these things like, like introducing risk-based alerting or like anomaly detections or um, all, the, all that like rich new uh, product, is essentially commoditizing these otherwise complex things. And now your end users, it's democratized. They, they can now do these things too. Um, so that, that's a, that, that kind of hit home for me when you were saying, you know, risk-based alerting, it's, it's now making it more trivial for everyone to, to manage that yeah. instead of just yeah. like the super splunkers in the group. And, and that reminds me what Sean was saying about machine learning. So we have a machine learning, you think about this and, and, if you think about it from a, a very lay person kind of, you know, marketing blurb, you know, then, then it starts to look like, you know, things we don't understand, things we humans can't understand. Oh, now, you know, I watched, you know, Terminator. Now I think that they're out to get us kind of right. That that's where you, if you don't think it through, you know, it, it, it starts to look like that. But then when you think about it, it's just math and mm. the things that we can optimize the computers to do is to process math very quickly. So machine learning and, and, and in some specific cases like the machine learning toolkit, which has been downloaded, I forget how many thousands of times that, that they were um, saying about on stage. I wrote the number down somewhere. Um, that's a big deal that 100,000 downloads for the machine learning toolkit. Um, wow. That's a big deal if we can help customers do more in the same amount of time, a short amount of time, because these things, these systems that we build, they require people, processes, and technology. Mm the most limited resource of these is, are the people. So if going back to the sock use case, um, if you, if you have 10 analysts and they can only, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, security, it could be it as well. If you have, you know, 10 analysts and they can process, you know, 
90 alerts a day at that at that kind of like very surface you know tier one kind of aspect that's all they can do so yeah. to do more you have to hire another person well what if you can actually give that person some kind of superhuman powers so to speak to to you know kind of increase their productivity so that's what we're all about when we talk about okay what's gonna we're gonna add machine learning features into the kind of the the portfolio of products that we have yeah no, it's cool. I think there's a huge upside with um, the ways, not only with machine learning, what you can do with um, the data, but I mm -hmm. also get excited about what you can do in terms of usability of the product. So I always fantasize about like how, oh, I see you're you know typing this SPL um, and and things like autocomplete right? Based on like your cohort, your, your peers, what types of searches they write. So I'm not saying that that's something that, that we're uh, announced or whatnot, but just the avenues for machine learning, it, it, it really, mm -hmm. it takes it from math to magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Patrick says in chat, he sums it up. Software can be useful, but if people can't see the value, then they won't actually adopt it. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like, you know, enhancing, accelerating, making that value simpler, easier to accomplish. That's what we want to do there in the machine learning area. Um, the, uh, what else? What are some other things to pull out? An, another topic that came up uh, a, a few times was Splunk base. And um, that's, that's, uh, that's a peer of mine's uh, uh, baby. Uh, so that, that's, I, I'm in that, that side of the house now in the developer ecosystem. So it's been really fun watching uh, the developments there. But um, yeah, there is a preview mode now. Um, you can check out some new UI around Splunk Base. Um, the new UI provides a lot of avenues for things that we haven't had before, like collections and starting to have like staff picks and um, ways of promoting and providing more of a guided approach as you're shopping for for different apps and add-ons. Um, also, recently on Splunk Base was the inclusion of Soar apps, so um, it's now not just you know core platform and yeah. That that's a big step. Um, and so there's a make lot sure more we don't leave, that, leave anybody behind. This was formerly known yeah. as Phantom, and now it's Splunk Soar. Soar is, yeah. And it's you know we're just that making was... it better and better, putting a lot of resources behind that. That's right. Yeah, and even the work that we saw in the keynote around playbooks um, mm -hmm. that was that was coming out of that Phantom now now called Soar uh, uh, product, but. Um, yeah, that was really exciting. I, I've heard rumors that um, that Dan, the PM uh, for for Splunk Base, may make an appearance on Splunk TV. Um, again, not promising anything, uh, but stay tuned you, for that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just heard, heard some rumblings. Jillian, but whatever. We'll take Dan. Yeah. Dan's cool. Yeah, we'll take Dan. We'll definitely take Dan. <laughs> uh, we got some some just some rumors over at the virtual water cooler. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's talk about IT for a little bit. Um, I want Let's to talk see. about Bird Olympics, actually, and uh, how I can download that game. That was the okay. APM game. Was that the, the name? Of the... <laughs> With, yeah, <laughs> where they were running across the screen. Yeah, hey, it was Flappy on. Bird one year. You know, I think it was yeah. like Pony, Flapping Pony. I forget what we called it, but yeah. Yeah. There is a Splunk Base app with that game now with Flappy Buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. Buttercup Go. Buttercup Go. That's what it was called. Yeah. Someone, someone bundled it into a Splunk Base app uh, recently. A very smart developer, but yeah, well, what, we've got a. Uh, I think we're. This will have to be our last topic. Uh, okay. the, what you're okay. about to share. Hmm. Of the three in the IT observability space, which one did I find the most interesting to talk about? I got to pick one. Okay, Rum for mobile. 
real user monitoring from for mobile. So this mm. was a space that Splunk was in a while back. And I love the joke that was shared internal chat. Um, you know, uh, we'll have to, ah, nah, we got to do it. It's rum for mobile. Okay. Well, what did we last do this with? Mint. Mint. We should have called mobile it Mojito. Yeah, we should have oh, called rum for mobile. Oh, rum and mint. Mojito. You know, maybe that's next cute. time. Next version, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's basically taking data that is important to um, understanding the health of the applications on your iPad, on your, your Android phone, you know, wherever it may be, and, and actually doing some cool stuff with that, like distributed tracing, um, you know, being able to profile the, the data that comes from, you know, these metrics as the, the apps run. Where is it slow? How can I fix that? Some good stuff. Mm. Someone was saying to me recently that um, we were talking about how TVs, like it's so easy to get a big TV. We used to watch movies on these like tiny, you know, because uh, they were expensive. We got these massive TVs. No one cares because they're they're doing everything on their phones, things we wouldn't have never thought of. It's the phone is now such a primary device, having that intelligence from it, uh, from that mobile perspective, um, that ROM there is 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 definitely increasingly important. Definitely. Um, big fan of mobile. Cool. Well, I, I think, uh, I believe we're, that's our time. time. Um, and then we've got uh, a couple other uh, time slots over here on Splunk TV. So uh, Stay we'll tuned. take a look at the broadcast. Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, but with that, we'll, we'll throw back to the weather and traffic with Josh. Uh, thank you all. Happy Splunking. Enjoy the conference.